Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting the show. If you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms for future guests or topics, check us out on Twitter at Tinfoil Hat Cast. On Instagram at Tinfoil Hat Pod. You can find us on Reddit. Uh, it's reddit.com backslash r backslash Tinfoil Hat Show or all comedy t shirts.com. Go ahead and email us at Tinfoil Hat Pod at gmail.com. Tin, tinfoil Hat. Tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat. We all have the ability to love and create. A universe that we can call a home to choose who was around us and to write our own songs. No need to wonder if you really are loved. You are a wonder to the universe that shall rise above. Speak of love, we all have this side. Conversate with your own dirt eye. Universe is a state of mind. Universe is a state of mind. Speak of love. I'm yeah, a young yep, 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 Christian yep. warrior. I come to fight. I fight for love. Yeah. So, how many podcasts is this today now? This is honestly, this is my fourth oh, podcast I'm doing. I did just it's called the Super Secret Podcast for Punch Drunk. Mm-hmm. Then I did Mark Marin's podcast. Oh shit! And now. What? What? And I so, like how you just acted like, and then I just, you know, this guy. You know, what's so weird though, dude. I, 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 people. I was telling this on the ride over. People yeah. are congratulating me on doing Mark's podcast. Like I had a baby. Like you won the lottery. Like I'm like, dude. They're like, I'm so happy for you. You fucking deserve it. It's great. Not, and, and it's weird because I know it's huge, but I've known Mark for years. Yeah. So it's nothing to like, you. Like I couldn't be happier. It's all perspective for sure. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's all perspective. You know what I mean? Like one. One one of your homies is shit. Last night, my homie's atmosphere played for like twenty five thousand people, and I'm just like shit. Fools just sleep on my couch. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, right. Macklemore and shit. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? like that kind of shit. So so yeah. I took Tom Segura around and taught right. him how to do stand up, and yeah. now he's selling out like five theater yeah. shows in Louisiana, mostly because they want to burn him to death. But that <laughs> doesn't matter. No, man. it's real though. It's real, dude. I. But you know what? It's all perspective because out there in the universe. There's like when you do what you do here and everywhere, there's people that there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people that that where you're at and where you're not happy with your career, people would die for that. Yeah, I always you say know? that. No, dude, once you get over that kind of concept is, dude, it's all about drag. We call it drag. The way you talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. It is all about confidence. I mean, dude, I have one leg. And if you have t- confidence, you can walk out with any you can walk out with Beyonce if you have the right verbiage. <laughs> And guys, if you're listening to this, buy a chick dinner. Like people act yeah. like that's the hard. That's all. they literally don't bring them to Denny's. Bring them somewhere nice. Buy them a dinner, and it's just this amazing. Man, we, weird. this has turned into real talk <laughs> Sunday because it is true, man. If you converse with someone like a human, and you and you and you speak to them, it's all about confidence, man. I know fools that are. They look like they got hit by a bus and they they're confident. I know fools that are straight stone cold pimps and they look like they look like they fell off of a 30 story building and landed on their eyes first. Hey, man, like, I'm right here. You, she's shit. Hey, oh, this guy acting like nah, he's come on, G. come on, G. You got you. You're like, come on, brother. You got yeah. and I, there's plan. Hey, there's there's seven to 25 parts of town where where women are looking for a dude like you, man. Trust yeah. me. For real. I, I walk around them. I'm like the fat chick holding everybody's purse. I'm like, nobody oh, gives man. a shit. Dude, uh. confidence is... I know fools that are ugly as shit. And dude, they just got... I have a homie named Trey Loke, and he's a pimp. Let me... I'll tell you a quick story. 
<laughs> Let me tell you this, dude. One time I have where like male breeders are the enemy. And I'm like, I wanted to go off on, but it was the first night of this guy's show, and I'm right, helping right. them build this kind Their of audience club shit, to get yeah. it going. So I didn't want to fucking punk rock and burn this shit down, which is what I love doing. Uh, but I'm like, first of all, I'm built like you. We both have the exact same body, mm-hmm. gut and tits, and we we should be getting along, right? You I know, tell people, man. I, you know what I mean? Some for crazy a certain shit. number, I'll come out and do a private party at your house. Dude. All you got to do is... Put me up somewhere, cover a flight, and, and, and pay- a little cash. Yeah. I'll come out and spit some game. I'll do it. I've done roasts in people's house. I've done fucking. That's the shit. Garage. I dude. Hey, dude, it's the, it's, it's so, ple- it's so like soul satisfaction to me because you're <laughs> kicking it with your fans. They love you. They, they, they take care of you and do their lifelong fans. I got some fans out there. Shout out to some of my fans that every year they're like, we'll see you next year. Like this, I'll see you next year. We got you for next year. And every time there's dudes that, that the first time I go rock their backyard by the third time they built stages. They're like, we built a little stage for you too, Max this year. I love it. And they fucking like, and and it's like, and some people have like a, my homie bear has something called bears titty twist. And he, every year he's like, you're, you're, you're the dude. It's like, and you know, I love that dude, man. That's, it's the best, it's the best man. Because there's no middleman. I don't have a manager, and you know it's just some shit to do, man. Like it's, it's you and I you know, are so like we dude. are, dude. Everything you're, you're saying like about a all the Mexican rapper uh, to this Armenian comedian, dude, you know. I seen you because I, I you you've invited me to the comedy store here a couple times now, and I see how you MC, and I'm like, you, you remind me of how how we how we do it, man. And you know what I mean. You keep the show pushing, you, dude. I try to promote. You you said about bringing up the youth, man. This generation right now, a lot of these artists that are doing good right now, like I've done everything. Even if I don't want to be part of their crew, I don't want any credit, but I've done everything I can. When I see somebody that I think is a star, I've done everything in my power to give them their first show or give them their just like give them show them some respect and and give them a little push. And then they just do it on their own, and now they're big. You know. So do you got a couple like Padawans since you're a Jedi Master? Have you brought yeah. some people up? You know it? who's really? I mean, she's done it on her own talent, but somebody that helped with this chick named Reverie started Tom Segura in the comedy. The list of people I've gotten in at this comedy store for the longest time was a who's who of the lineup. Yeah, and uh, I've always been able to see people pop before they're about to. And it, I always tell industry dude, and it feels do great. Something yeah. with me, man, because I know who's gonna pop before. And I call them even money. Like, I've been telling people about Tiffany Haddish oh, yeah. for fucking 15 oh, years. A suave guy. But every now and then when I see a beautiful woman, I have to just, like, just tell them. And I was yeah. like, you are beautiful. And Sam's like, all right, all right, guy. And then when we walked away, like, I was like, who was that? He's like, that was Tiffany Haddish. And next thing I know, a couple months later, on SNL. Boom, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's dope to see. Well, you know what? We love this our cultures, right? Our respective cultures. We love our culture, so we want to see it thrive. We want to. That's. I mean, I'm here. I'm blessed to be here at the comedy store. All I, I or just cursed. see, or cursed. yeah. All I see, all I see is just immensely talented people. And we're talking, uh, you know, we're talking with your with your boy DJ right here, buddy. DJ Buddy. How how similar it is to the underground rap scene, where you've got all these people trying to help each other come up, and and all these people working, and you see them in their different grades. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you see them in their different stages in life, and and yeah, man, it's it's a beautiful thing. I mean, it, to be a purveyor of the, to be a purveyor and a pillar of, of of the culture that you love. Fuck the fame or fuck the credit you get. It's just 
it's your job. It's almost like your sometimes, job. Sometimes, you know, all, sometimes just walking up to somebody and going, hey, dude, you're doing a great job. You, that might keep them going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, rem you remember a time, obviously, obviously you remember a time where we people like all of us were never getting gigs. Like you getting one gig the year. I remember getting a show would be the only show I'm going to get for eight months. Like I remember just, I don't give a fuck. I'm playing somewhere in front of eight people, but that would be my, you know, that would, I remember back in the day when you would beg to get up in an open mic. When I first you know? started coming to the comedy store and this was like 2000, right? Paul Mooney was still coming here and he pulled all the young comics. He goes, he go, and he goes, the best time of your comedy career is right now when you and your friends are just running around and you're just doing comedy because you love it. I got one question, man. And since I'm at the world famous comedy store on some conspiracy shit, I've been last night. I think I watched two videos on people telling me that Dave Chappelle's a clone. Have you seen these that, that whole concept that. about about that. about Chappelle being a clone and all yeah. this shit? And and I was like, man, after watching his last special, the the bird revelation, which was fucking deep as fuck out of where he upstairs. was. We'll yeah, dude, it was a shit, right? That one, that one to me was like, ooh, I was loving which one? it. The the last one, the bird revelation, where he tells the story at the end. Where he keeps telling the audience that you really want to know what happened to me, mm -hmm. and then he says he ends up saying like he tells he's like I'm gonna tell you what happened to me through this story, and the story was about a pimp that that he realized that his hoe was done like her mileage had ran out she was done being a hoe, and so he set her up he like he's like go fuck this dude and then take his briefcase and all this bullshit and he set her up where the guy acted like he died and owes all this money and they had a fake doctor come in and say that the guy was dead mm -hmm. and it was all a mind fuck to kind of scare the shit out of this hoe to keep her working for six more months. And it was the metaphor. He was, in my opinion, his metaphor was saying like comedy central was trying to like force me to keep going. Even though I was done, I was done. I was trying to get, they were trying to pimp me. They're trying to pimp me and scare me into fucking continuing to be a hoe. Yeah. And, and it was so deep. It was so deep. And I, and I was like, man, you ever see? You ever heard the the Chappelle theory on 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 YouTube? No. There's this one hour audio called the Chappelle theory where somebody breaks down every episode of the Chappelle show and how it relates to this whole concept of Oprah Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey, Farrakhan, Bill Cosby, and a couple others, uh, uh, like a cabal of black famous black people. <laughs> how they started telling Dave from jump from the first episode, yo you're making black people look bad and all this crazy shit and you need to kind of tone it down. And Chappelle was like, because yeah. cause Cosby and all of them supposedly helped them coming up, right? Oprah, all of them, right? So then he was all like, nah, I'm cool. And they kept telling him like, they, and they got to the point where they kept, they started infiltrating the show. They started like showing up in his house and scaring him and doing all this shit. And he kept getting more and more bugged out. When and, doubt it. <laughs> and at the end, and, and in the second, I mean, the, the Chappelle theory, go to YouTube do and that punch up the Chappelle theory. Yeah. The sh <laughs> listen to it, him. man, when you get a chance, the Chappelle theory. Yeah. Next and, time he's on stage, I swear to God, I'll get him with a camera and I'll stop the show and I'll ask him. Are you Dave a Chappelle, clone? are you a fucking... Thank and you. And we'll put that out, and that will get yes. a million hits. Yes, dude. That will be my goal next time I hey. see Dave on stream. So, Dave, can I ask a question? Yeah. Are you a clone? And just see how that fucking yeah, goes. Dude. I may get banned for life, but I'll get a billion hits. What's going down with these like mumble rappers like Takeshi69? They're pushing oh, yeah. that like 
agenda to get kids little pump and all that to shit to get on this whole opiate shit right and fentanyl and to drink syrup and just dude to be- there is an active agenda to keep to keep music and to keep the youth ignorant yes. there is so much money being pumped into yes. ignorance i mean i worked in the record industry in the mid 90s and i've had record execs tell me there's no money in positivity. Jurassic, yeah. like when, you know, I'm from the Visionaries yeah. and I used to roll with Jurassic 5 and all these kind yep. of conscious rappers and they were like, labels would be like, there's no money in positive hip hop. That shit is corny. Give us some fucking gun shit. Give us some death shit. And then this mumble rap shit, keep us ignorant as fuck. These dudes are ignorant. Do that Little Pump song, uh, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, whatever. That song... <laughs> It's four bars over and over and it's over. Bad. No, dude. To, no, a lot of people online, because I always make fun of Takashi 69 and a lot of people hit me up and say, you're fucking bitter. You're an old bitter <laughs> rapper. I'm like, take. The, I tell them to take the word bitter and just take the I out and put an E. I'm like, I'm just better, fool. Like, and I'm it's better true, than these and fools. they don't like, get it, and they don't realize yeah. that there's a fucking huge agenda, and that this was Ignorance done on purpose, on purpose to get people to fucking thrown in since, jail since gangster rap and fill this a, fucking these jails up, dude. There is there is an some of the people that fund these major ignorant rappers. They, if you go back, if you follow the money, they also fund prisons. I saw shit, Geffen, DreamWorks, all these labels, man. They would push ignorant. I mean, dude, I, Priority Records, dude, they, they would put out these records called Legalized Dope. And, and, you know, I'm a street promo guy, right? Like, how you promo when you do the show, right? I would go and pass out shit. Let me tell you, man, Priority Records had me passing out bottles of old English 40s. They would put a sticker of a rapper on a 40 bottle and give me cases and cases of 40s. Then they had this other album called Legalized Dope where they would give me baggies of rock candy. Like what it was crack. Fuck? Like oh crack. Yeah, rock, you know, like simple rock candy That's and fuck. bags like crack. And we would pass out rock candy and pass out crack to the fucking kids. That dog. makes me sad, dude. That was a that's the nineties, man. I was, I was I was I was that's me physically doing that shit as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. Yeah, look at this dude. This I mean, kid is just bad news. So Takashi Six Nine is from what? He's from he's, he's from, from New York. New York and he's Mexican. Yeah, and he's a gangbanger, yeah, yeah. right? And he's, he's a blood and and the thing with him is that, like I said, dude, I've listened to his music because being that he's Mexican and I'm Mexican, I want look at that the quote. I'm signed to the Illuminati. I yeah. fucking being that that he's Mexican, I kind of want him to win. I want mm-hmm. him to like succeed, dude. Like the two biggest Mexican rap artists. Fucking suck, dude. Him and this other dude named Cap G, who's from Atlanta, who sounds just like he's like a Drake clone, and all he does is, you know, all, yeah, dude. Because they're like, in your generation, they talked about drugs. It's disingenuous. They're, no, well, they're just pushing death. They're mm-hmm. straight pushing death, like glamorized death. And the real, and the they're they're making all the youth have unrealistic goals that are never gonna be. They're not gonna be little pump. They're not. Not everybody will be. All about this fucking jewelry. Jesus, this jewelry shit is driving me insane, it, dog. It is like, nuts. It's so funny. I listened to a comic named Liza Schlesinger at it. Yeah, no, that's real. You know what I mean? We have to get out of here because our yep. time is done. Uh, dude, I, love I want you, guys, you on man. the podcast anytime you want. I love you guys, when man. When you get the uh, podcast, your own podcast coming, going, would all be a headquarters. Dude, my, people, my people love y'all, man. My people, my people, my fans are like, that tinfoil hat shit is fucking tied and like all that, man. Like I, 
I love y'all, man. So anytime I want to hire you for the two fifty. <laughs> we do a uh, we do a live tinfoil hat somewhere where it's the ice house or something. Yeah, do a little party and shit. Just do yeah. like at the end in the fucking thing, do some rapping. Maybe you and DJ oh, yeah. Buddy working on yeah. something to get yeah. it going to rock and oh yeah, have no, we'll some come fun. out and do it, man. I'll just come out and, and do it. And then on the flip side, we should go to like Taco Sesh or uh, yeah. Davin in the crates and we should set up a little stand oh, and yeah, we should yeah. like podcast live I'm from I'm in dude. Oh yeah the man. next Most big one Well dude even even the next even when I if I get this K Day show back, which you know K Day's big FM, you know what I mean? Yeah ninety three point five I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have you guys come in, and we, we gotta. We're all about you, homeboy. Where can everyone find you? Uh, IG man, Instagram, two mex omd. That's two m e x omd. Omd stands for Mexican descent. My first band, two mex omd. And uh, check out my music, man. It's at uh, two mex bandcamp. Dude, y'all y'all out there have been. The last time I was on Tim Four Hat. I got a great response and people were hitting me up and they were like, dude, I never heard your music. I've downloaded the new record, this and that. Man, I appreciate y'all to the fullest and Tim Foil Hat. We're tribe, homeboy. We're, we're family, dog. We're, we're going to keep doing these. So. Yeah, dude. Thanks yeah, man, much. find me on the Bandcamp and on IG and let's talk, brothers. I appreciate y'all. Thank yeah. you guys for tuning in. This is the Secret Society of the Mad Hatters. We love you all very much. Ryan, you put together another excellent show as always. Oh, yeah. DJ Buddy, DJ you're the Buddy. fucking shit. Richard Hell Dukai, yeah. who does our sound. Ducat. We, Ducat. Ducat. Richard Ducat. Ducat. <laughs> we appreciate the fucking hard work you put in. Yeah, man. You're a fucking G, and we love all you guys. Stay woke, homeboy. Take care. Peace. Peace.